There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis. You're listening to TMA. It's presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. We're in the Michelob Ultra Studios. Munganass St. Louis Acura. Mugganess Burkhardt Alton Toyota is the sponsor of a 7 o'clock hour that might go for three hours. Hell, I don't know. Well, it probably should. You think so? Yeah. But you're going to have to take it. I'm not going to be much good to use at all. Are you looking forward to the Blues and Buffalo Sabres? That's what it is. Is it really? Yeah. I'm you going to the game? No, I'm but going. I'm nonetheless focused on it. And so much of my focus will not be here today because I'm concerned about... Tage Thompson. Line changes, yeah, Tage... Keeping him in check. Pat LaFontaine. Yeah, playing a 200-foot game. Gilbert Perot, guys like that. I understand that. So I won't be much good to anyone today. We are going to talk with uh, McGillney coming up at 9 o'clock, so that'll be fun. Jackson wanted to get him on, and he got him, so that'll be that'll be a fun get. Nice. Is that another player? Yes. Oh, O-Town moaning and groaning. Mm-hmm. John C. McGinley? That's correct. Good in seven. I like seven. Good or bad? Good. Uh, get involved on the show. 314-881-TMA5. It's the EDF group text inbox. And you're also welcome to call in. We took some phone calls yesterday. 636-9004-TMA. Let's take more. And then the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And, Doug, you wanted it. Well, you mm-hmm. got it. It's a showdown on the final day of the month of November for the Design Air Heating and Cooling email of the day against two of the heaviest hitters in the game. Both, I think, candidates for the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year. Is that right? Blueberry Pop Pop and the JV Golf Coach heads up. Tied at five. One man enters. Another man leaves with seed on his chest. Who will it be? Find out at 945. Presented to you by Design Air Heating and Cooling. I'm talking Seth Goldcamp, who's going to tune up that furnace for the winter months in the St. Louis region. All you got to do is go to designairservice.com and click book now. And they come out, and then they fix it up real nice-like. And you go, okay, well, when it warms up in April... I'll tend to my air conditioning. But for the next four months, I have peace of mind. You're damn right you do. Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Sponsor the email of the day. There it is. So if JV Golf Coach and Blueberry Pop Pop both send an email, we will have to vote between them 
And then if we don't think theirs is the best of the lot, we will have a separate vote because one man has to enter, and as Doug said, one man has to leave with a seat on his chest. I never said such And then yesterday, Buck Swope wasn't happy. Uh, Doug, Buck Swope, uh, who has won email of the month competitions presented by Design Air, who I think is live for Listener of the Year, presented uh-huh. by Milagro Tequila, did not have his email read. Uh, Jackson felt like the emails were too long, mm-hmm. but Buck Swope, uh, he DM'd you to... And, and called you Ace Ventura hair? Mm-hmm. He also posted the same thing on the fan page, which I actually respect. You respect when somebody posts something on the fan page because that's what set producer Joe off with Iggy on the fantasy baseball. Actually, I think that was Iggy's personal profile. Like the fam- Doug, was the fan page around when Iggy posted the attack on producer Joe's commissioner skills? I, I don't know. No, I they're probably just I a don't message know. board. That's probably just on, on Reddit for all of Iggy's friends. Uh <laughs> No, what I respect is if you're going to say that on the fan page, he also DM'd me the same things, you know, so he kept that same energy as the kids would say. Did he that. call you Ace Ventura hair in he the did. DM? Yeah, yeah, really? yeah. yeah. Huh. Well, you got to respect that. It looks like hurtful. a copy and paste situation, but again, I, okay. like I said, I respect it. Uh, in fairness, I, Buck's email wasn't, the, the length of Buck's wasn't the problem. We just had some very long ones from some other heavy hitters. And when the heavy hitters email in, I want to include them. They're good emails. I'm not saying they're not, but they're just a touch wordy. Mm. Is there an easy way to count the number of words that these emails come in? Yeah, word counter. Uh, well, can we limit emails to a certain word count? Yeah. Because it's not fair for one guy to send three pages worth and no right. one else gets read. Bill, right. Bill, Bill. Right, right. That's, that's kind of my contention is that these emails are good and they're from people who have built up some equity in terms of the design air heating and cooling email today. But I also want to make it an, a, a larger sample size of people, but it's hard to do both. It's hard to do both. So just merely limit the length of the email. Well, that's what I said at the end of the show yesterday is if they get too long, I'm just going to delete them. Even if you are a heavy hitter, like even if you are one of the greats, if they're too long, what's too long. That's, that's the, that's the, we need question. a, we need a word count. I'll, I'll, let me do some research on what a perfect word count would be. Okay. But if you're getting into, like, the f- more than four digits, I mean, what are we doing? Like, if you're a thousand-word thousand word email? Yeah. You want to block? Doug? Block him! Auto-block. An auto-block. Auto they're active in the YouTube chat. Maybe trying to respond to what has become a high-volume chat on the Balloon Party chat. Uh, Carl Pelker's in there. He says it's Thirsty Thursday past the bleach. Robert De Niro, 69. Says Ooh. bottoms up. Mr. Smith says I'm parched. Jake Reynolds. Hi, Tim. Hi, Jake. Carl Pelker. Sorry, Doug. I didn't mean to wear you out last night. And Tommy Summers says we want Sinbad. So there you go. That's what's going on. Thank, on the YouTube thank God show. we have this vehicle for people to communicate with us. Because it is so important. The oh, messages that we receive. Of sat- yeah, Uh-oh, sat- what's the problem? Saturday, going to be Sinbad day. You're going all Sinbad the whole oh, day. Really? Yeah, I can't. I, I don't think I can do that. How long was I- the Sinbad interview? 20 minutes, exactly. 20 minutes, 20 minutes oh, and that's nine a nice seconds. It's <laughs> perfect length. Yeah. It's so great. You know, Doug, I know you always go back and listen to the show, whereas, whereas I don't get a chance to. Mm-hmm. But yesterday I was here in the studio working uh, until, I don't know, whatever time I left here. I think it was around 4.30. And Plowhawk and Jackson have shown me how to change, not change, but to lower the volume yeah. so I can have silence. But then I always fear that I'm going to turn off the master volume and then just essentially turn off the show for oh, all yeah. listening. Yeah. So I, I heard it, and it wasn't like it was super loud, but I was just in here working, and 
I could hear the show. And I got to tell you, it's the first time I've really listened. Pretty good show. Not bad, eh? Pretty this, good show. This yeah. one you're talking Pretty about? Pretty good show. Yeah, it's not bad. Pretty good show. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really, I have to tell you. There was some Jennings saying, Skeleton Wonderful Plowhawk. Yeah. Great interview with Jesse Jane. I mean, I don't remember any of this stuff. And some of the Jesse Jane interview had to be when we were at KFNS in Kirkwood, where KFNS currently is. And so that means it was 2018 or 19. Plowhawk was on the show. He got furloughed and the cat got furloughed. Again, I think some people read into it that it was a coincidence that it was literally 24 hours after I withdrew our uh, our letter of intent to buy the station that there would be a, a punishment and, and hostages would be shot and lose their mm-hmm. jobs because of that. I think you're reading way too much into it because it was a professional place. Uh, but uh, the Plowhawk was on it, the Cat was on it, Iggy was on it, Doug was on it. I guess it was a, that was a Gangster Pete production, I think, because you wouldn't have been on it. I would never worked with Plowhawk. At wow. FNS. Yeah. All okay, did FNS. you ever put that together no, on your no, chart? No, never even worked. thought yeah. of it. Uh-uh. it. That was my extended furlough. <laughs> where I went and found myself. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Jesse J, I guess Biff had just spent like $3,000 on her in the champagne room at Larry Flint's Hustler Club. And that was the reason why we booked her. <laughs> no, also, remember, he spent like three grand on like her wax butt and was carrying it around like the... Like the Las Vegas hotel lobby. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so nice. Mm. And that was a good show. That was one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm pro-skeleton. I guess I'm not a regular listener, but because I, I went over there and I messed with one of the dials, yep. and I'm like, I'm worried I'm going to turn the thing off. Oh, don't you, worry. of course, is... would get blamed. Right. I don't and mind. Then, I like the blame. And, uh, and I'm like, I'll just sit here and work. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of entertained by the show. First time in a couple decades I've listened. Pretty I think, you know, I think it's show. about to change. I talked to Tommy Uh-oh, two days ago. Skeleton news. Skeleton. I was going to lead with Bailey's news, but I think it's skeleton news. Yeah, I, one and one A. Um, <laughs> we'll just get that out of the way real quick. Uh, so I went and talked to, I'm going to talk to Marty, but Marty was apparently a couple of days ago on his last day of his vacation. Oh, and that? came back yesterday. Hubbard Marty. Tommy took a note, said, like, don't get too far ahead with the automation because we are going to change the skeleton within the next few days. So I do believe Monday is the debut of the news. This Monday coming two- Monday? Monday or Tuesday. December more likely, 4th? It more likely will be Tuesday. December 5th, Doug. Yeah. New skeleton. Okay. Yeah. And how will it be new? There'll be, be no replays of the show. Although 21 I'm hours of best ofs, three hours of TMA live oh. as we do it between 7.08 and 10.01. For me, honestly, I think 9 p.m. to midnight every weekday would be great to put in the show from the night before. Honestly, just to save those best ofs and not run through them. That's just three hours a day, 21 hours. It It, it means you're able to listen to more evergreen content and not listen we to talking, the same thing every four or five days. But to help, I think we were talking about, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I know it's, it could be an odyssey, is some of my podcast Correct. interviews. yes. And some Swope's pins. or Swope's pins in the skeleton? We yeah. have, I think, four of them, Swope's Jackson. pins will be easy because I doubt there's profanity because he's just using the show stuff no, and we don't curse on here. But my yeah. podcast interviews, that's going to be tough, man, because they're hour or two-hour interviews and me you and never Jackson know when somebody's going to drop an F-bomb. Right. I don't know. That's a tough spot for... Whoever combs through that. 
Yeah. The swope ones, like they like the when you replay, he does like if it's an hour long episode, it's usually like thirty five minutes of just show content. And that's like he's doing the work for us. Uh the interviews sometimes there will be profanity, so you gotta but he's he's also in shout out Buck Swope. And like I said, you know, my He called you Ace Ventura hair just twenty four hours ago. I don't really take that as a shot. And also, like, you know, <laughs> you, he's great and you know and I wasn't my anger angers around. You respect word. him. It's like Wes Mantooth with Ron Burgundy. My criticism wasn't towards him. It was more towards other emailers. We just ran out of time. Uh, but, like, he has edited his own interviews and Swope's Picks episodes for the skeleton so they can be played on the radio, and that is very, very gracious of him. What a gentleman. So, shout And out even though Swope. he's doing this work for the station, you still censor his emails and block wow, someone wow, from being wow, read? Wow, wow, and wow. And now putting a word count. Jeez. Yeah, there's a word That's count. That's tough. Edict. Sorry, Bucky. Bucky. Wow. It's fun. How much of Tommy's day is wasted on this show? Also, since Iggy does not have the show this week, he is basically hijacking Facebook with his thoughts and ideas. It's hilariously sad. That's from Steve in Wildwood. What sort of ideas? I don't know. I'll go to Iggy's Facebook profile and see what's doing. Doug, let's, we'll call it, we'll visit Iggy's Facebook profile. Okay. I guess we should. Drop by. Yeah. See what's doing. Uh, Okay. I think this was the first time I saw him. That was posted nine hours ago. <laughs> like, and I guess it's Rory Gallagher. Okay. Yep. With four four pictures. That's correct. From looks uh, like the seventies. Yeah. Then a day ago, I'm thinking I'm going to organize a, a festival. It seems every city in the country has a music festival. Why not St. Louis? Then maybe we'll get the Foo Fighters and the Cure in St. Louis. Shaky Knees Festival in Atlanta Central Park this summer. Atlanta has a Central Park. Uh, well, don't they have the... I don't know. They've park. got Olympic Park. That's what I was thinking of. But they renamed it Central Park? Is it possible that that was supposed to be two different sentences? Shaking East Festival in Atlanta, period. Central Park this summer, period. Interesting. Maybe possible. he was listing two no, music no, festivals no, coming no, up. No. Should have gone with Roman numerals. I agree with that. You never go wrong with Roman numerals. Okay. About 17 acres. Arch grounds and surrounding area, about 70 acres. I think it's doable. Day one... Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, Hailstorm, so then he list bands. Well, it sounds like the business model's in place and the investors are in place, so I think this can get done. This is a $10 million, $20 million project at minimum, right? Well, I don't know how much those bands demand when they come in. For I think Pearl Jam, like 10000 But you're talking stage, <laughs> crew, vendors, yeah. permits. Police. Could you, would Iggy be doing either one of those tags or any of those tags? We'll leave that to someone else. (laughs) He's had the whole week. He's probably knocked some of that out already. Probably. He got the venue area down. Yeah, he got that locked down. mm -hmm. And he's got the lineup. He's going to have that weekend show where he can promote it. Mm -hmm. This is all coming together. It feels like it's very close to happening. It'd be funny if the Cure tweeted at Iggy. All right, we'll be in St. Louis in 2025. Would each one of these bands need like a million or more? Not uh, all Pearl of them. Jam would need a lot. Yeah. Foo Fighters as well. When they hear who's putting it on, you'd think they'd probably just do it for free. <laughs> I would think so. Or pay to be here since we have the best fans in baseball. Good for you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, speaking of the best fans in baseball, we can read more from Iggy's Facebook throughout the course of the show since yeah. uh, that also is the lead. We have the new skeleton on December 5th. Iggy organizing a music festival, huge. I mean, that's a that's a gig that I would mm-hmm. think is going to pay him well into the six figures. Why didn't we read about that in the paper? Thank you. <laughs> uh, and you, I, I, I don't, 
I, this strikes me as a huge story, but I haven't seen it in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, so I don't know if it's not news. To me, it's news, and I feel like on Balloon Party in particular, but certainly on this show where Plowhawk coined the phrase Bailey's, this is a major story because even if you're not all that interested in the business of the Cardinal television situation with Bailey's, it impacts or can impact the product on the field. And so I read, Doug, and we're, we're trying to get the author of the story on, and uh, that's a gentleman by the name of Jacob Kern, who's the managing editor of the St. Louis Business Journal. And uh, Jackson, I also requested you try to get Andrew Marchand on of the New York Post. I listen to his podcast every week when it comes out, and he also does that with John Orand of uh, Sports Business Journal. Marchand declined. And uh, what about Orand? I haven't heard anything from him. Okay, so, and uh, Jacob Kern, you have reached out to him but have not heard back, correct? Correct. So to, uh, to get some perspective on this story, but it's a pretty significant story, but I also realize... You know, a lot of people don't subscribe to the business journal, and so it, 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 it's something that, you know, if it's, if it's posted on Twitter or if it's posted on the uh, Post-Dispatch, people are going to see it and it's going get, to get around. This was on the business journal and posted yesterday, and uh, I read, and I don't want to read the whole thing because it is, a, it is a subscription site and it's not my place to just, you know, start reading their content when they expect people to pay for it. But it's substantial regarding the Cardinals and the status of what the Plowhawk has uh, coined. Bailey's. Bankrupt broadcaster. Bailey's. Said it plans to drop regional sports broadcasts possibly in September of 2024 as part of a wind-down. You like that, Doug, when a company has a wind-down? <laughs> means wow, we're quitting, a... but not right away. It's like a clearance <laughs> sale at weekends only. As part of a wind-down... Uh, According to reports, a move that would force two local pro franchises, the Cardinals and Blues, to find other television and streaming arrangements. The disclosure comes as parent Diamond Sports Group revealed in bankruptcy filings that its St. Louis subsidiary, Bailey's Midwest, which broadcasts and streams Cardinals games and Blues games, and I put in parentheses, editor's note, occasionally if the technology's working, end parentheses, via television and its app, posted a net loss. This is this is material, boys and girls, of $13.8 million mm. for the nine months ended September 30th. I mean, that is a monster. And to give you some semblance of context, we're talking about an approximate $14 million loss in the first nine months of the year. It reported a profit of $2.5 million in 2022. So that's about a $16.5 million swing from being in the black with $2.5 million to losing $14 million. Now, why would that have happened? The Athletic reported this month that a judge approved. I don't have the answer to that. I, I suppose you could theorize that cord cutting has led to people going, ah, I don't know, I'm just not going to advertise and, or excuse me, pay for the service. Um, and I, I've been communicating throughout this with somebody who is a television executive who's not in St. Louis who has been monitoring it, and he's always very complimentary of, he listens to, to 101, 
uh, of Balloon Party, and he goes, you guys are the only ones talking about this story. He goes, it's a major story, not just in St. Louis, but for all of baseball. And last night, I sent him the link to get his feedback on it. Uh, you might know this guy, Doug. You never worked at uh, KMOV, but uh, he's, he's, he's been an executive in St. Louis. And I said, so uh, here, let me just read it. I'll just read exactly what he said here. Uh, I just don't see a way out of this minus an Apple, Amazon, Google Play, who are so large they can afford the losses on a deal, and then the heart of offering baseball on a paywall situation, or the heat, excuse me, of offering baseball on a paywall situation that will be extremely controversial for our quote-unquote national pastime. In other words, like an MLS mm-hmm. setup. And I said, I wrote back, I said, the fact that it's hit St. Louis, because I was always under the impression like San Diego's been hit, Phoenix has been hit, um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati's been hit, but for to hit the Cardinals, that's the one that you would, I would have thought was kind of a blue chip stock for them right. in that it's going to perform because the Cardinals are such a, you know, thread in the culture of uh, St. Louis, the cultural fabric of St. Louis. So uh, I said, the fact that it's hit St. Louis shows it may be a death spiral. And he said, God, yes. The loss on subscriber fees alone is in the range of $200 million per year. Ad revenue is between 5 to 10% of RSN revenue. It's almost a rounding error when you compare it to the subscription, the subscriber fees. He said, an option is an all-access Cardinal station for $100 per month. I mean, who's going to pay that? Uh, and you and you and you might get two hundred thousand subscribers. Put a game one weekly over the air on KPLR, and maybe a pay per view game for say twenty dollars. You would make a ton of cash, but the Cardinals would quickly become a niche product and lose virtually all of their casual fans. And I said, so what is their best play? He said, buy time and sell the challenge of the business model and set up for full blown big change for twenty twenty five. He said, I am curious to see if any Major League Baseball teams truly tighten their belts or they just whistle by the graveyard. So um, he said, I'm surprised the Cardinals aren't talking about this more. And he said, my guess is lawyers are telling them to keep mum. That would make sense. Uh, he said, let's see how the free agent class goes. Maybe a lot of quality guys on minor league deals. So uh, that is coming from a television executive. Who, uh, yeah, he probably wouldn't. I'm, I'm not going to name him unless he... Uh, wanted it, but I don't think he would anyway. Point being, I know him, and I know that he is a television executive who has been monitoring this very closely. And I don't know i don't know how many people are aware of it. You have to be a subscriber to the Business Journal in order to read the column uh, going on. And again, I don't want to read the whole thing because Jacob Kern and the Business Journal did the work to get these filings and then report on them, and it's not my place to just broadcast it when they when their business model is, is subscription. But... Uh, Bill DeWitt has, of course, been making statements, but it's not necessarily talking about plans. He says, we're monitoring the Diamond Sports bankruptcy closely, including the potential that it could disrupt the local sports economic model that the Cardinals and other MLB teams have relied on for years. We're currently working with Bailey's. Uh, MLB and other stakeholders to prepare for the possibility that our local broadcasting rights might return to the club before the end of our existing contract. Um, Bailey's and the Blues didn't immediately respond to requests for comment. Diamond filed bankruptcy in March. Bailey's has lost an estimated 1.9 million subscribers in the last decade. 
The Cardinals' 15-year deal with Bailey's is reportedly worth more than a billion and gives the team a 30% stake in the local business. Now, that's not Diamond Sports. They're broken off in a variety of different regions. So the Cardinals have 30% equity in Bailey's Midwest, mm. not Diamond Sports. Or Sinclair. Uh, yes, or Sinclair. Uh, Bill DeWitt said last month the Cardinals' broadcast and rights payments were unaffected in 2023, but that situation with Diamond figures to probably take a step backwards in the future. If the team's broadcast rights were returned, he said the club would work with MLB to produce and distribute Cardinals telecasts and that the Cardinals might have to set up additional advertising sales operations related to the broadcast. Because if they go away, who's going to sell the advertising? Somebody would have to do it in-house, not somebody. A team of people would have to do it in-house for the Cardinals. Uh, He said that scenario would also include the team seeking to activate and market a direct-to-consumer product in which fans locally and outside the region could access telecasts without a cable subscription and without blackout restrictions. He said that's an option DeWitt said the Cardinals are dying for, quote-unquote, citing local fans among millions in the U.S. who have ditched cable packages in recent years. Um, And then with regard to the Blues, Blues CEO Chris Zimmerman has said he's watching the situation closely, and that includes an MLS, uh, the MLS deal with Apple TV, with Zimmerman calling it, quote-unquote, the new model. And listen, for me... I like that, but I I view having to get that MLS package and having to have these ridiculous television deals, bills that I pay because I do what I do for a living. But if you're a family and you aren't necessarily in a spot where it's your job to watch these games and it's now you're going to have to pay for them in addition to your whatever package it is that you pay for television, people are going to have some decisions. And that's what... The gentleman who was texting with me says, he goes, if you go that route, sure, some people will pay it and they will love it, but others are going to be in a spot where they're going to go, we we can't afford it. And then you could see baseball go down that niche product road, whereas a decade ago, you just flipped on what was Fox Sports Midwest and you knew the game was going to be on television yeah. unless it was a rare game that it was on network. Not just a decade ago, this last year, that's what I do with... Right, but but the the majority, I don't know if it's the majority, but a healthy percentage of the population hasn't had Bailey's for a few Mm. years. Well, Apple TV, as I understand, is $6.99 a month. I just saw my bill the other day. Mm -hmm. $6.99 a month is not horrible. You would wonder— But you'd have to pay more to get the baseball. Do you understand that? Well, more on top of that. How much more would that be? No, no. What he's talking about is something like $100 a month. I think that is very egregious. I wouldn't wouldn't think that's it, but that's what he said. (laughs) I wonder Lance Lynn or Gibson either. Like, you better be signing some players and being competitive because— I wonder if he meant, like, a year or a season— I mean, the, the MLS package, what was it, Jackson? Do you remember? 80? Was it? Oh, like yeah, so I can't imagine. There's no way it'd be $100 a month. And I mean, it was. this was a text. This wasn't an interview. It's a guy I know who's, right. you know, anytime we talk about it on Balloon Party, he texts me. And he just keeps wondering why more people aren't talking about it. He's like, this is Armageddon. Right. Yeah, it's I mean, Armageddon for, for, for baseball. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean the game will be over. It is just such a substantial moment. You know, it's like for those, whether they be investors or in the tech sector, going, AI is, you know, this is this is a moment in human history as a sports media conversation. This is a significant moment in baseball history, not yeah. necessarily putting it on the level of AI and its potential impact on humanity, but how baseball is accessed. Because for those of us in my generation, uh, we have grown up with the expectation that a Cardinal game is on television. 
and that it isn't a whole thing to go track it down. And as dumb as it is, and we've talked a little bit about this, if you're watching and you're on YouTube TV and you're not a cable subscriber and you're like, okay, the Blues are playing the Coyotes, okay, I guess i got to close out YouTube TV, now i got to click on that MFing Bailey's thing and hope it works, might have to re-enter my credentials to get in there to watch it, and then hope it works. And it's just, it, even though it's, it's, it's a relatively speaking simple series of steps, it's a hell of a lot more of a pain in the ass than just clicking mm -hmm. a channel. Right. And I think that also contributes to and it. And it assumes you also always have a healthy Wi-Fi signal. That that is sometimes that comes and goes. That's the future, though. You're gonna have a, have a healthy Wi-Fi signal. Well, you hope. Yeah. That's the that's the hope. This is a foolish thought, but I wonder if the cable companies would lower their prices now that they're gonna lose, not have to pay the Baileys. <laughs> Doug, the do you not understand how those companies work? They never lower their prices ever. Well, unless they're about to go out of business. Brazzers did a Black Friday sale. <laughs> See, is it all three summon cucks? <laughs> Thirty percent off <laughs> the niche package. Yeah, it was a specific package. I don't know what I would watch if the Cardinals and Blues weren't on. I don't. That, really that's about watch it now. seventy percent of my TV watch. Bachelor reruns. Yeah, what about that? I don't want to go so far. <laughs> I'm a convenience watcher. Like when it was Fox Sports Midwest, I found myself watching so many games. But it was also Cardinals on YouTube TV, correct? Yeah, like that. That's you're just one click away. You have yeah. one subscription to YouTube TV, and it's or cable, either way, and you have it there. I, I just right. That, but then they it, severed it, their ties. It amazes me how it's not that simple, and it never will be again. Uh, Deke Dotem, who uh, does send in what I think are brilliantly erotic texts, mm -hmm. also is a wise gentleman, and this has nothing to do with erotica. He says, "If it was up to me, I'd love it if the Cardinals broadcast games on YouTube. Arguably the most." ubiquitous medium of them all. Don't say ubiquitous. I certainly understand what he's saying. What the Cardinals have to deal with, in particular in this market that, that trends a little older, is that would, you know, that would be wonderful for those who are used to using YouTube, but for, you know, fan base that's been watching Cardinal games on Channel 5, Channel 11, or Fox Sports Midwest, and, you know, the times that Bailey's works, and they're cable subscribers, and they may be a little older, that might be a problem, and I'm sure that wouldn't be the only option that they would want to put forth. I'm sure they would like to have a streaming option and an over-the-air option and then get rid of the blackout restrictions. The, 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 biggest, the biggest thing here, and I understand fans look at it through the lens of, for the most part anyway, how are we going to watch the games? And I understand that. And I, if I were looking at it as just a fan, uh, I would focus on that too. But here is the thing that impacts the franchise and who they can go out and hire. If you were used to making, as the Cardinals have been in May for one more year, approximately 60 to $65 million a year, and your business's payroll for players for the 40-man roster is approximately $200 million a year, uh, you can have whatever cloaked envy of a family's success in business and their billionaire status that you want, but it's simply math. If approximately a third of your revenue is now in question, that is a problem. A third of your revenue, if you're comparing it to the size of the payroll. Of course, the Cardinals' payroll as a whole as an organization is not just the 40-man roster. They have plenty of other people who are making money, but 
60 million dollars, 200 million. And it's not that all 60 will go away, but will whenever this new product comes forth, will it make them 30 million dollars a year? Either way, if it does, that means they have to find another way to make up 30 million dollars. And so going forward, for not just the Cardinals, but for other organizations, how will this impact how they do business? Because these truly may have been, financially for baseball teams, Doug, as you call them, the halcyon days. Yeah. They might not get these kinds of dollars again. No. Halcyon days for the players. Yeah. That's the, players, the thing. Certainly. One thing you would do is <clears throat> when a, a veteran player runs out of the contract, you're going to tell him, see ya. You're, you're 33 years old and you want $20 million a year to be a 500 pitcher. You're out, or the the whole pay structure is going to have to change. Right, they're just not going to be able to pay people like that. And it's not just the Cardinals; be other other teams as well. Absolutely, guys. As a fan in Iowa, I haven't been able to watch a game in four years. They took it off all the streaming platforms like YouTube TV, and I can't share Cardinal baseball with my children. They're losing generations with the current model. That's Junior the Juice Man, and that uh, is something along the lines of what Bill DeWitt the Third has been talking about that this is really costly for the fans. And then you go into current day, and we talk about Gibson, Kyle, Lance Lynn, and Sonny Gray, and why the Cardinals felt the need to tell the fan base through their actions, but also through their words, that they were going to be competitive in 2024 is because if they know that that $60 million in television revenue is now in question, then on the other side, the importance of attendance, which also, if that were in your line item of a budget, not as n- just season tickets and walk-up tickets, but also concessions. And if attendance is down, logic dictates, of course, concession sales are down. You have to get people into the building to make sure that that number stays up there. And so they could not perhaps afford to do what may have made more sense, which is move on from Goldschmidt and maybe have a transition year. And so that was one of the things Mazalock actually said. He's quoted as saying when Derek Gould asked him at the GM meetings about the possibility to turn in the page if this market wasn't going to be conducive to a full-on uh, Cardinal, you know, rebuild of the pitching staff with some superstars. And he said, we got to get people in the ballpark. And so, alas, you've seen him go and, and sign three pitchers, albeit, I don't think people are necessarily super excited about the three, but they have signed three, and therefore they certainly are going to try to compete and get people excited in 2024 because they can't afford to have an empty ballpark. There's my thoughts. Mm -hmm. One way they combat that is to have a school glee club sing the national anthem and another one sing God Bless America in the seventh inning, and they get 30 kids in there with each school, and all their parents buy tickets to come and watch the kids sing. That's what they do now. It's a brilliant marketing strategy, but they do that for every game. Blues do that with the uh, kids playing at intermission. Yeah. 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 You think those parents don't buy tickets for that game? I actually know about it because I was sitting there, and I go, I'm going to the game with my son tonight. Might see some of his uh, peers out there. And I'm like, oh, son of a bitch, those are some of the kids you play against out there at intermission. I'm going to myself. Hey, I wonder what the deal is with it, whether or not his team will get out there. And I talked to one of the coaches. I said, "Hey, is everybody going to get today?" He goes, "He goes, you got to buy so many tickets, and everybody signs up, and not everybody gets in, and it's hundreds of tickets." I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. So yes, that is a little uh, 
You know, I don't know if it can be a major league sports organization's <laughs> business plan, no. but it certainly is a nice. It hit. works. It does yeah. work. Uh, what worries me about this whole situation with all of this is we talked about right at the outset, Tim, that these streaming giants or tech giants like Apple and Amazon could, uh, you know, step in and and take it because they have so much money that they can handle a loss. Another thing that you have to think about, especially with Live and PGA going on, is the intervention of foreign money who also have a lot, a lot, a lot of money, and as we talked about with Live and PGA, aren't necessarily too concerned with profit. That's some, I'm not saying that that's imminent, but I'm saying that something you, you got to think, think about it. It sounds like you think that Bill DeWitt is selling to Yasser Al-Ramayan. That's no, what no. I think that is. it's not just baseball. It's not just the Cardinals. It's not just baseball. It's, I mean, hockey, basketball, and baseball all use regional sports networks. Like, the NFL is like the one league that kind of can control their own destiny in that sense. All the other threes need to make money. They don't want to make take $60 million revenue losses right. every single year. And again, I want to make it clear. Like the, the, the issue isn't that they're going to lose all 60. They will still generate revenue. Right. But the question becomes, just to simplify this, you were making 60. How much will you now make with the new model? And then what is that number that is the gap? Odds are... And I think the Cardinals would agree with this, but maybe they wouldn't. I don't know. They certainly would be more knowledgeable. About it. Odds are that number will be less than 60. And then how substantial is the gap between the new dollar total and what you used to get while the Bailey's halcyon days were mm. going on? Uh, Tim, I get it. This is a big issue for St. Louis. So tell us. I always like that, Doug. First person so player. tell us. Okay. Yeah, you fix it, Doug. <laughs> An MLB team that has fixed the TV revenue issue. Well, they haven't, and that is why it is a problem that is not about St. Louis. It's about a baseball moment in sports media. It's Maybe they could add another song in the fourth inning to sell more tickets yeah. to parents. That's not a bad idea. A song every inning. And so non-games non without the parents and kids playing a half or in the seventh inning, that's when the bobbleheads, the you know, guitars, the... Yeah. Oversized T-shirts and Hawaiian shirts, like that's when those start to be. I, I suppose if you really charged popular. everybody three bucks for every bobblehead they give away. Every time you get, there's a giveaway, instead of giving it to you, it's a dollar, a couple nice. bucks. That right, would, now we're making that. Now we're starting to help out. That would we might up. be invited to a board meeting. Yeah. Uh, Larry Thornton, Doug. I'm a Larry Thornton Lemming. Uh, he's usually covering Missouri athletics, but he says the problem with any direct customer or streaming model. They will never come close to the price Bailey's was paying because the days of networks getting rich off customers who don't even consume their product are over. They won't get half of what they were, probably even less. It's from Larry Thornton. So if that is the case, then let's say they get half, just for the sake of it, that's $30 million versus $60 million, and that now means, okay, now think of it in line with... A pitcher. Okay, the bobblehead costs you six bucks right. to get in. So if you go in a $30 million pitcher, well, there's $30 million that you now have to make up somehow. And that's where Doug's bobblehead plan is coming mm -hmm. into play. Charge him for the bobbleheads. Tim, it's real simple. Ray Stephen Ballpark Village's rent. We're all square. Thanks. That's from the River to Pair Yacht mm. Captain. Doug, what about that? Yeah, that makes sense to me. It, ultimately, don't you think it's all going to be, as, as you mentioned at one point in this, the Googles and the, the Yahoos, they'll step in, Apple step in and said, we got all the games. Here you go. Yeah. Just how much you want to pay. I wonder if they'll, like, pick a specific league that they think. I don't know. I don't know. But also, like, baseball, hockey, and basketball are different than football because, like, each team kind of had, like, the Red Sox are on a different 
sports network than the Yankees, so on and so forth, whereas the NFL is kind of all under one roof. Well, you might not be able to get them all at once. Right. But the ones, one by one, as these things fall apart, I'm sure it's going to be a domino theory where 10 years from now, maybe nobody has a regional sports network. Mm -hmm. The olds need an AI TV program where they can just scream what they want to watch, like Cardinals, and then it just pops on. Or else they're all screwed and just need to watch DVDs of I Love Lucy. Doug, that's from Buzz. How old are we talking about? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm not an old, and I don't want to have to go through the hoop, the answer jump through the watch. The Cardinals, yeah. the Blues. Well, they kind of have that now with the voice where you just say what you want to watch, right? And it, it gives you a few options of a word that you just said. Pull up bankrupt company and then, like, <laughs> play, oh. play black screen. That's when the Cardinals will be playing because, obviously, that's all mm. that follows up on my TV. About once a week, i got to reenter my damn credentials into Bally's, and that's just... It is. Yes. I'm like, God, I, I want to watch the Blues game, but... God, you just, like, prepare yourself for the headache of, is it going to work? Am I going to have to reenter my credentials? It's just been, I mean, we got so spoiled by how easy it was with Fox Sports Midwest. Every game was on television, about 25 years of it, seems like it was. And uh, now it is, it's a a problem economically for baseball. It's a problem for the future of the growth of the game. And as more of a localized game, Sport, in other words, if the Cardinals are playing the Dodgers, and I'm giving you two big time National League franchises there, it's not like people in Chicago are going, Oh, the Cardinals Dodgers game's on, let's watch it. Yeah. Whereas when the Chiefs are playing the Eagles, you could have no ties to Philadelphia or Kansas City, and you're going to watch it. And that's, or take your pick of whatever team in the association. Uh, may be the case. Mm-hmm. So well, that's a problem. It could be the answer is they're just going to have to stop paying ridiculous salaries for the players. Which is why it's an Armageddon moment. Yeah, for them. Yeah, it shouldn't cap. have to be for everybody else. But if, if instead you have of an having owner a who's just going, I don't care, I, I'm going to take the losses, a Steve Cohen, for example, then they are now playing a totally different game owning their franchise than, say, a Cardinals franchise. Or what the Padres are now going to be dealing with, with the big deals well, that are on You place. may have to just let them do it. They didn't win anything this year. didn't even come close. You may have to let them do it. Instead of having a $200 million payroll, you have a $100 million payroll. Instead of having $35 million a year players, they're making $15 million a year. Doesn't that solve the problem? Yeah, but then I, I guess the league would have to institute a hard cap, and then you're going back into negotiations with the Players Association. Well, you may you're going to have to do forever. something hard, something difficult. Guys, do what I did. Move out of St. Louis and watch the Blues on ESPN+. Plus. Thanks, that's from the 817. Well, there's an option. Yeah. A lot of people are doing that. so Just to watch the Blues? <laughs> this will right. cause a mass exodus. <laughs> I have completely changed my whole life. <laughs> yeah, <career laughs> down season. Yeah. Be further away from my family just so I can get an app. Oh, and that blackout goes deep, too, so you're going to have to really move. Yeah. But ultimately, the the root problem is outrageous salaries for the for the employees. I don't outrageous salaries. Well, it wasn't outrageous that, when they were making the TV money. Yeah, yeah. but now it is. Right. It's I, a, yeah. If your company's raking in money hand over fist, sure, pay everybody. But if you're not, you got to cut labor costs. Yeah. These guys would be just fine if they played for nine or ten million dollars a year. I wouldn't shed any tears for them. You try to live on nine million dollars a year. Right. How about the, I mean, (laughs) maybe the owners don't need to make, you know, tens and hundreds of million dollars every year either. So, like, it goes both ways. Not the player fault that they're handing. It's not their fault, but they might face the consequences of it. At some point, you just can't keep paying people whatever the hell they want to make. Well, Doug Big Tuft is not happy about it. 
Says these olds and plowsy just need to get on board with modern technology and get over it. Jesus. It's from Big Tuft. It's not modern technology. Like, <laughs> I don't I'm think just... this is a tech issue. This is a company going on a business no. issue. And I don't want to pay 100 I don't understand. I don't understand that line. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't want to pay 60, 80 bucks a month to watch Cardinal games. Whether I think... the plowhawk wants to click on something or not isn't an option because it is going away. <laughs> yeah, it's already gone from my house, but like it was really never there. Because I just clicked on it and it was a black yeah. screen. I never got it to work. But it has to really break their heart to just throw money away for certain players that give him no return whatsoever. But Doug, they're the ones signing the. They're the ones giving them the money. The well, players when they, when are it was coming holding in. a gun to Mosellox and Dewitt's head and going, "Okay, it's twenty-five million. Do you hear me? Twenty-five million. This is the acting rate, and they're paying it. But while the money was coming in, they were. Now, if it's not going to come in, they're going to have to cut somewhere, and that's the most likely place to cut. Crimea River, they signed those deals. All guaranteed money, so maybe the next wave of contracts in the next four or five years, but the ones they have on the books now are on the, the books. They can't do anything about that. No, I'm, I'm talking about in the future now. Instead of signing one guy, instead of signing Sonny Gray to that contract, you make do with what you have in the minors, and you've just about broken even. So I, I don't know if this business is business as usual. That wouldn't, wouldn't be business as usual at all. I mean, for us, I mean, there's rarely a guy that we throw a ton of money out outside of the last two years with Contreras and, and Gray. There's been a lot of Dexter Fowler and Matt Carpenter and Brett Cecil, and there's a long list of people that they threw. Those are overpaid. There were millions of dollars of and, money. Got, and got nothing for. They got were to watch Mike Leake pitch for the Mariners. Right. Oh, the CISO one definitely worked out. Are you kidding me? All that playoff success? That, that was like the... fun. You could play your game, and then since the Mariners on the West Coast, you go, oh, here we can watch one of our guys who we're paying for now, pitch in the Pacific Northwest. It seems the easy answer is just to pull back on outrageous salaries for people making stupid money and say, sorry, those days are over. And if it costs us a year or two of, of strike, oh, well, we just can't keep going on this way. Now, how about this idea? We could get those two guys from Pocket Tube to sit in the stands mm. and secretly send video directly to us. That's from a new poll eligible. Or the four or five of us could start our own tech giant company. Oh, Bill! Oh. And fund the whole darn thing. And then just broadcast the games on HD2. Broadcast like the Dickens. Call it Bill's Hole. Pay players whatever they want. 60, 80 million a year. Could we have a Cardinal game skeleton? Not a bad idea. Just keep playing the same game over and over. Bally's uh, does that with the shield interviews. I agree with Plowsy. The fragmentation of content on each of their providers' own app, Peacock, Disney Plus, etc., is frustrating when I want to flip back and forth. We all just want a one-stop shop for all the content we want. I don't want another app for another service unless it generates pictures of topless men eating on the toilet for me. Oh. That's from Deke Dotem. Yeah, I, I, I'm just done paying for any more apps or any yeah. more services, especially for, no offense, the Cardinals that I can live without, that I've lived without. I and see I, I see just, that Harvard and Florida have both started courses on Taylor Swift. Why not community college start classes in how to watch what you want to watch on TV? <laughs> we can all sign up, take a little refresher course, bring our own remote controls, and they can tell us, how the hell we watch these things on our televisions. Uh, speaking of technology, Dogtown Ty wants to talk about Bailey's, but then I see in the text, Pahawk says, our phone is down in the studio, so no calls, sadly. Is that still the case? Oh, yeah, yeah it at, says that. We're ripping Bailey's, but our phone is down. Give me a moment. We never... Oh, Jackson's on it. What do we got? Didn't Graham Bell in, <laughs> invent the phone? Well, like... While we're tending to that, I will tell people about the EDF group. But yeah, Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell should be on this. 
Because that was like more than 100 years ago. We had phones. <laughs> and we don't have one here. Dogtown <laughs> Tyler from Spartanburg is on the line, and he wants to talk about it. So we'll see if we can get it get it tended to. EDF Group sponsor the text inbox. Uh, do you want to support the EDF Group as a sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF Group at fire at the EDF Group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF Group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF Group.com. The EDF Group is Hyatt and will prevent your facility from having Hyatt fires. Experience the EDF Group difference. Learn more at the EDF Group.com. Hey, it uh, sounds story for your holiday shopping, Doug. Here we go. Here's okay. December tomorrow. We talk about being 26 days away mm. from what is called a major winter holiday. That is what I've been instructed Who's to call. calling it that? <laughs> Major winter holiday shopping online at my sound Stop story. it. <laughs> Doug, you have a sound story today. Jackson has a sound story today. Oh. Uh, and uh, it's a twin bill. If you would like to take care of holiday shopping and save 20%, we have a video option now uh, for a, a lower price point. Jackson and KG and O-Town are available to conduct your interviews. Doug and I are available. Uh, so it starts at $3.99, and then with 20% off. Now, oh, look what just happened. You just saved $80. Mm-hmm. And all you got to do is enter the promo code TMA, and you get a gift card for a gift that your family will love, not just this year, but also for years to come. MySoundStory.com, promo code TMA. Oh, look. It's November 30th, and I'm done with holiday shopping, and on top of it, I go in with my brothers and sisters, and we uh, say, hey, Mom and Dad, here is the greatest gift ever. We want to hear your stories forever and ever and ever. It's MySoundStory.com, promo code TMA for your holiday shopping. Jackson, how is the... He's raising his hands like Rocky, running up to the... You plug it in, (laughs) you stopped it, and turned it back on. Oh. Doesn't that... That fixes almost everything. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Welcome to Dogtown Tyler from Spartanburg. He's not on the line. Oh, he's not on the oh, line. Yeah, God. I didn't want him sitting on hold, so I told him I'd let him know. You summarily dispatched him. Yeah. Uh, anybody, any, like, hot ladies okay. on the line? I assume. There Let's just pick one of them. Any of that. Any of that. Yeah, we'll go hot lady three here. Tail call in? Yeah, tail call in. <laughs> Plumooch doesn't pay for any apps now. He uses mommies mm. and girlfriend's mommies. <laughs> Grow up, twink. That's from a KG Lemming. I mean, we pay for our own st- a couple of them out of the four that we use. <laughs> I mooch some, I pay for some. It's not just a sports issue. Local TV's next. Networks will pull programming to their streaming service, and local channels will scramble for programming. That's from the 618. They're doing a lot of their own programming now. Yeah, a lot of news. Hours of programming, little talk shows and infomercial type shows. And God, I, Ken Earhart is there, there from like 3 a.m. to like he works 4 a lot. p.m., man. He has his. Call him scrap iron. He can do a little of everything. <laughs> you could not imagine that every day. He's, he's very there good. At, he's he very smooth. Really, he's really funny. Good. Yep. Doug, uh, Tyler from Spartanburg, Dogtownburg. Somewhere in South Carolina. Is, uh, is back and not happy with uh, Dabo Swinney. Uh, yes, uh, Tyler, Dogtown Ty. Hey. hey, gentlemen. How are you? We're fine. You? I'm doing okay. I'm just heading down Reynolds Way and... Um, figure I'd call in. The the phone thing is, is cracking me up. You guys are probably the only ones in the city with a landline, and you spent the whole hour ripping on a on a technology platform. So it is quite funny. I, and I it sounds like it's barely functioning. Stop giving us the business. <laughs> 
Hey, uh, for, as far as Bailey's goes, um, yeah, I was thinking about this the other day, so it's funny you brought it up today, but um, hey, I, I'm a huge Blues fan and a Cardinals fan, and I just don't watch anymore even if I have access. So it, it goes back to that, um, what you guys used to say in early, like in COVID when all this started, um, I wonder how many people got a taste of living without it and they just don't care anymore. I think that's a and good percentage, people... Dogtown Tyler from Spartanburg. I really do. I well, and right. all other factors, the teams aren't very good. Not very exciting. We just had the worst Cardinal season in, what, 30 years? Blues weren't a playoff team last year, and they're not very exciting this year. That's got a lot to do with it, too. Look, look at Missouri football. Everyone's watching Missouri football now because the team is good. But it's also on ESPN or CBS. And you can't wait for the games to roll around because they're so good and entertaining. They're also not every night or every other night like Blues and Cardinals. Yeah, football, football works better than baseball. That's for sure on TV. Anything else or was that it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you're going on a rant, not me, Doug. Just okay. Letting you, letting you cook. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. No, so, um, I mean, unless they bring back, like you guys have been talking about, some singular place where we can just flip in and out, it just, I don't even think it's going to happen because I did the Valleys on man to, to watch Blues games, and I didn't end up watching any of them. And then I tried the MLS package through Apple TV, and I didn't watch any of them. Unless it's on YouTube TV and all in one place, and I can flip it out, it's just not going to happen. Um, and the funny thing is, well, Doug, are you taking fun facts right now? Uh, I might take one or two. So Apple TV, the actual app, a lot of people don't know this, is that when that originally came out before they had their own streaming platform, that was designed to funnel in all of the streaming platforms in one place. And you would give them their usernames, and then they would take it and put it all in one place, but that obviously dissolved because they came up with their own platform and places like Netflix wouldn't sign on to it. So unless something else comes out like that, I just can't imagine they're going to get that many people back into it for the people that haven't been watching over the last couple of years. Well, that could be. That could be. My contention is that if you don't enjoy the, the product, you're not going to watch and right now, the product that we've been given for both teams hasn't been terribly compelling over the last two years. Yeah, fair enough. Hey, one other thing, Doug. Um, I haven't got my sport coat in the mail yet for winning the fan page. What's oh. that about? Well, what size are you? Any size will work. Oh, <laughs> I'll dig something out of the closet if you really want one. Yeah, that'd be great. I, my wife saw me uh, saw me shoot 85 at Gateway the other day, and she didn't believe I won. To kind of prove that I that actually did it. What did you shoot when you won the tournament? Yeah, good question. Uh, I think 79 or 80. Oh, you're not that good. <laughs> you're not that good a player. What are you going to get back out there, Doug? Yeah, well, I know I'm not a good player. Well, I meant like in the tournament. Oh, yeah, you going to play next People year? Oh. Begging, begging, begging for it for years. I'm, I'm so pressed for time. You've never competed in anything like the Fan Page Club Championship. No, no, I haven't. And haven't been to jail yet either. <laughs> mm -mm. Well, well, maybe we'll see you out there next year. And if I have a sport coat that I'm not wearing anymore, I'll try to bring it in. All right. Well, I appreciate that, Doug. Okay. Hey, and uh, thanks, Plowsy and Jackson, whoever else is working on this company. It is, uh, the work is appreciated. Thanks, boys. No, there he is. That's Dogtown Tyler right, from then. Spartanburg. Okay.
Uh, they were not happy with uh, Dogtown Ty. They didn't like him. Dogtown Ty, don't rip our landline while you call in from your old cricket pay-as-you-go yeah, phone. Right. That's time say. to buy more minutes. That's from Flip Wilson. I hope Dogtown Ty likes his bleacherita with Contro. That's from Wolf Boy. Oh. Uh, let's see. This guy doesn't know how suit jacket sizes work. Definitely a denim and Carhartt guy. That's and from Mr. Big Cream. He did say any size would work, didn't he? <laughs> maybe he's just going to put it in like a trophy case or something. That's, yeah, maybe that's right. Like on a mannequin mm-hmm. at his home. Wouldn't that look nice if you walked into somebody's home? <laughs> they had a fan page club, club championship. championship. Yep. What's that for? Oh, I won the Jennings Randolph Jr. Fan Page Club Championship as a 10 handicap people in 2023. Yeah, people would have known you Was right. it 10 and he shot a 79? I think he was more like a 5 or 6. But I remember when he was making his charge, I looked up his numbers, and I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be tough to beat because he was shooting in the low 70s, but he was like a 6 or 7. Even if it's from the white tees, that's good. that would be tough to beat. Why does Dogtown Ty sound like a Decepticon? That's from Carlos Spicy mm. Wiener. Hmm. So the call was not well received. Nah, very, very rarely are they. Yeah. But that's why we have so many young ladies calling into the show today. Right. Well, I just think you know we, now we can take calls that the phone lines have been restored. This is just great. Yep. The yep. content's important. The fact that we can connect with our listeners is the important part. Yeah. Oh, serious charge coming in uh, from a former president too, Doug William Howard Tuft. Oh. Dogtown tie is a fraud on the golf course. This ginger needs to slurp his vat of SPF 100 until he falls into a deep sleep. That's from Gosh. former president William Howard Tuft. It seems and did he fall in a deep sleep in a bathtub? Is that what happened? Yeah, I think so. Mm. But that's no reason to criticize someone because they have red hair. I don't, I don't think Dogtown Tie had red hair. Does he even have tufts? How did how did William Howard Taft? I bet did. Bet he did. Thick ones too. Probably tufts coming out of everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet you. Oh, could you imagine? He's over three hundred pounds. Yeah. Clogged orifices left and right. <sighs> Not just the president, <sighs> but the Supreme Court justice. That's right. right. Good fun fact. Mm-hmm. Good fun fact. And really it's short good fun fact. arms, so like the wiping was probably not there. Either. Oh, like Mangino. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh. James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. He's the Plowhawks insurance agent. Man, he's got five-star reviews, Doug, like William Howard Taft has. Tufts. They are everywhere. What do you want me? What do we, what do we want me to read here? I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do okay. it. I mean, it's it's unbelievable, the reviews. People are getting except 347 now. He's up to 347. Uh, let's see. Working with James and his team has been the best experience ever. They are quick to respond and always look out for my best interest. I would recommend them to anyone looking for caring people who do their due diligence to ensure you and your family has the best insurance policy. That comes from Adam, and that is on the Google reviews where you will find 347 five-star reviews. And I get it. You're listening to this. And go, Tim, it's an insurance agent. They're all kind of the same. And I say, you know what? I thought the same thing until I met James Carlton and started working with him. It's a world of difference. It's like what you say, Doug, about the guys at Munganast and the Mm -hmm. ladies at Munganast as well. Once you have a person in that particular industry who you know and trust to take great care of you, it's peace of mind because you never have to worry about it again. You know you're working with the best, and that's what James Carlton is, carltoninsurance.net. And that also leads me to talking about Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota, the sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour, which we're still in even though it's 8.06.
You go to stlouisacura.com, you go to altontoyota.com, and you're working with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast. And if you need to get your car worked on, you're working with Ryan Seibert in the service department. It's Munganast, and uh, we couldn't be more pleased to have their involvement in this show, in uh, my podcast, and as the presenting sponsor on the Munganast Burkhardt Balloon Party. They're online at stlouisacura.com or altontoyota.com, and of course, you can call or text the secret number that is designed for our listeners and our listeners only. It's 314-252-0029. 314-252-0029. Even if you didn't get your car from Munganast St. Louis Acura or Munganast Burkhardt Alton Toyota, get it serviced there. And once you do, you're probably not going to go anywhere else. It's Munganast St. Louis Acura. And Munganess Burkhardt Alton Toyota online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com and the secret number of 314-252-0029. Doug, I think it would be nice to hear if we had a title sponsor, do we? We have one of those, Brown and Crouppen. We've, we've met Terry Crouppen, Andy Crouppen, and Ed Herman have all been in the studio talking to wonderful people who would like the chance to represent you if you think you have been injured due to someone else's negligence. If you have a potential personal injury case, Brown and Crouppen is the local law firm here to serve you. They've been around a long time in St. Louis, founded in 1979. That'll be 44 years old now. Also one of the largest personal injury firms now in the Midwest. And the key here is they are local. You see a lot of uh, TV ads with people from around the country trying to tell you that they know best how to represent something that happened in St. Louis. And Brown and Crouppen They've always been here. They know their way around the local courts. They know all the other lawyers. They know the judges. They know how the system works here in St. Louis, and they are perfectly suited to help you if you need them. They'll give you a free evaluation. They work on a contingency basis and no upfront cost to you at all. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid. They usually do. They won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, call them at 314-222-2222 or go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure you let them know you heard it here on TMA. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. Uh, let's see what we got here. We got a lot of stuff going on here. I kind of missed the door slamming during live reads. That's from Big Daddy Butt Stuff 69. Oh. Well, Iggy will be back on Monday, I believe, okay. right? He's back on Monday? Yeah. What's other, any other vacation uh, coming up here? I'm going to be off in between Christmas and New Year's. I'm sorry, Doug. Major winter holiday okay. in New Year's. The one with lights. The one with lights. <laughs> Sometimes shaped in a phallus, and then we book her in St. Louis and pay her $500 or whatever we pay. She, that was Shelby Lynn Gash. Oh, sure. She was. brought her handler. Yes, she did. You got a vacation coming up? Nope. Plowk, you got a vacation coming up? Staying here local, baby. You got a vacation coming up, Doug? Not planning to. Okay, you know, Ten, you got a vacation coming up? No, sir. Okay, well, here you go. I guess it's just me. I got nine days I got to burn between now and the end of the year, and I'm just not going to be able to do it, I guess. I guess four will be burned in between. Major winter holiday and New Year's. I don't know. I don't know. Jackson, you want to do a balloon party by yourself? Solo? Han Solo. I could get a lot of that. I got a lot of takes. So. Oh, have you? He likes that NBA in-season tournament. Oh, gosh. Imagine Tommy on the phones right at 1130 as he's breaking down the, the jazz backcourt. I think it's time you Plowsy make his debut. got an extra hour. <laughs> would you pay a lot more in streaming services to watch the NBA in-season tournament? Yeah, how's that being received, Jackson? Poorly. 
Is it? Well, people aren't receptive because of the to courts. Change. Well, that for me, that was a big. Like, do you like the courts? Big mistake on their part. People don't like change, so don't make a radical change like that. Yeah, that you know, was that was bad. But outside of that, it's just regular season games with a little extra juice. They don't like change if what's what's there now is working. Yeah. Well, it's but it's no different. It's still the regular season. It's just in-season tournament games. The, yeah. the only one extra game will be the championship. Okay. And what does the champions get? A million dollars. A piece? Yes. Every player gets a million dollars. I think it's five hundred K. Five hundred K a player. Which I know like people will be like, Well, why would they care? But like if you're a two way contract guy or a rookie, you're not making as much money as everyone else. Five hundred K is no bigger fans than the guy sitting on the end of the bench. Right. Like, you know, there's opportunity. Like if you're Des Moines Hodge on the Lakers yeah. for a Mizzou guy, you would They're love five hundred K. I don't want to play. Keep me right here on the bench. You guys do it. <laughs> Change is hard. <laughs> Doug, uh, Chairman Steve is on. Is this is this Chairman Steve, KG in O-Town? It is. Okay, Doug, Chairman Steve in Wildwood is okay. with us. Uh, good morning, Chairman Steve. Hey, oh, God. Nice. That's passion right there. I like that passion out of the gate. How you doing, Dougie? I'm fine. You? I'm great. No. I'm in a good mood. You know what? what I did yesterday? No. I went down the rabbit hole on YouTube and watched every little Stanley Cup run of 2019. Oh, did you? It put me in such a good place. Yeah, I would understand that. That's a good play. Because I went, I had uh, four tic- two tickets to each game and rotated three of my kids who were here in St. Louis, and I went, every game I went to, I went with one of my sons. It was awesome. That was incredible. Ah, good memories. You're kind of happy with yourself way, right rent, now, aren't you? Rent, what's that? You're kind of happy with yourself right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can't I be happy, Doug? Yes, you can. You absolutely can. Go put off. All right. Thank you. Uh, also, yeah, my rent has already gone up 20%. Has it really? Lease. Well, to be fair, I signed a lease, the original lease in 2018. So there has been, I would say 20% is pretty fair from then, right? Yeah, with all that's going on, all that downtown absolutely. St. Louis has to offer, yeah. <laughs> well, God, that's a little different. They're, they're still saying they're filling the units as fast as they can open them up, you know. So, yeah. well, we'll, that's see. good. That's a good thing. Yeah. I don't know how the rest of downtown is doing as far as rentals, but they're still, I mean, they're adding that, that one building, the old Butler Brothers building, is renting out now, and then they're building one right next to Wheelhouse there. And they're not charging, and they're not cheap. I mean, so I don't know how, to, how they'll do or if they'll so have to So who's moving in? Is that the younger crowd moving in there for the, the, the bars I, that are there? I have no idea. I mean, you know, we have in our building a lot of people from out of state, to be honest, aside from, you know, just the normal Cardinal-type people. But there's a lot of out-of-state people, and we have a ton of, uh, not a ton, but medical people, you know, doctors and people doing fellowships and yeah. residencies and stuff like that here. A pretty good so, percentage yeah. of very wealthy people who just think it's kind of cool to have that place and they, they're they there just a couple weeks a year? Uh, there's a lot of that, too. Yeah. Judging by the, the vehicles that I see in the parking garage, we got some Bentleys and whatnot. Oh, Maseratis. There's a McLaren in there, too. And what kind of car do you have? Mm. I got an Audi. Oh, sure you do. Yeah. But also I buy them used, though, Doug. I just... buy them used. I put too many miles on a car. All right. So. Then I got a, a Jeep that I still own down in Florida with my son. So, Just got more money than Doug, you know what to do with, it seems. 
No, that's not true that's at all. It's probably crazy I'm still now. Working my ass off. I'm still working 60, 70 hours a week. Are though. you really? So. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. I always have, though. I, I enjoy working. I don't mind it. Yeah, like, I do Saturday, a Saturday, like that. I get up, get up about 5, and I work from like 5 to 7 every Saturday and Sunday. I don't mind it. Kind of sets me right. Okay. But, but Doug, I want to prepare you. Uh, did you have your, the, not you, did you have your grandchild yet? No. When's he, when's he or she due? Later uh, December. Late December. Later December. Late December. I got to warn you. I got to warn you. These, these jack wagons think they're the first ones to ever have a child, and they know everything. You're talking about your so, kids now who have the baby? Yeah. We're yeah. in a good place with them now, but we had, to, we had to set the record straight. If you ever keep them, they're going to give you a list like 10 miles long of everything you need to do with this baby. Oh, yeah. Like you've never had a baby before. And I want to take the list and wipe my ass with it. Oh, and I bet, gosh. I bet a lot of these uh, young young guys out there that are listening right now do the same thing to their parents. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Tim, do you do that? Like when you, you're getting free babysitting from your uh, in-laws. Yeah, from Anna Marie's parents, parents absolutely. Uh, my dad, uh, with regard to the grandchildren, his approach, Timmy, I've already done this crap with four of you. I don't need to do it again. I want to enjoy myself and watch some golf. That's it. <laughs> See, that would be that would be me, but if I get over. I have a feeling that's going to be me but, as well. Yeah, I actually uh, I enjoy them though. I enjoy them, but the, the overnight thing is bad. It's hard. It's difficult. They don't sleep through the but, night. Well, they're in a different place. Yeah, and you're worried about you worry more. Like my kids, I didn't give it a crap. You know what happened in the middle of the night? It was like you you slept soundly because you're used to it. But then when you're a grandkid, you don't want anything to happen to that precious baby. Right, so. not on your watch. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So there's there's some fear involved. So you know, you don't sleep sleep well, and then you kind of get at each other and stuff. So and I can't I can't necessarily take an edible because then if I pass out and I'm you know and I need that to sleep. Doug. Yeah, well, so. try to stay off the drugs as you watch the grandchildren. That's not a drug. That's a, that's a sleep aid. Okay. That's what we call that. All right. No but drug there. Also, a fun fact, uh, one of my uh, stepson played for Carbondale football. Kalen DeBoer was the offensive coordinator. How about that? Wow. Now he's live for coach Ten, of the year in the Pac-12. 12 years ago. And I mean, literally, I, my son was on the de- defensive side of the ball, so I didn't, you know. The, the parents on the offensive side of the ball hated him so bad because this was right right when everybody went to the spread offenses and these gadget plays and, you know, really we weren't recruited well for that. And so they tried to like force this type of offense on the players that were there and we were terrible. And uh, they would yell at him. I mean, like really bad. And then like the wife and three little kids would be sitting like one row over. And I was so felt so sorry for the wife of three kids. I'm happy for him that he's doing well now because I'm sure it was not a good experience to coach there. Yeah, it's amazing how some of those coaches climbed the ladder. Remember when uh, Mizzou had Matt Eberflus and we used yeah. to laugh at the name and now he's with the Bears head coach? That's right. Uh, it's 10 years no, ago today crazy. that uh, you had the kick six down on the plains. Don't you like that down All on the right. plains? I don't care for it. Really. And uh, not only was Nick Saban uh, coaching Alabama, but uh, Kirby Smart, if you ever watch video of that, you can see him 
uh, on the sidelines as, uh, what was the name of the player? Chris Jones. Jones, who ran it back Davis, for Auburn. Chris Davis. Chris Davis sometimes went by Jones. Billy Napier was also on that Alabama coaching staff, as was Mario Cristobal. So you had the Damn. Florida coach, the Miami coach, and the Georgia coach on the staff with Nick Saban for the kick six game uh, 10 years mm. ago today. It's the way that it works. Yeah. But it is it's rare being... that you, you see a guy to go who is in the mix for the national championship, and he was, you know, at Carbondale a decade ago. Yeah, it was pretty wild. I mean, I did not expect that. He went on, he became an offensive coordinator a couple different places. Then he took over Fresno State and turned that around, and then he got the Washington job. And I tell you yeah. what, though, a quarterback can change your life as a coach. My God, oh, sure. that Penix is something I, I really don't think, a lot of people kind of, it seems like Oregon's kind of getting the championship. But I, I, I think Washington will give them all they all they want. I, th- I think if you're looking for a value from the, the conference championship weekend, the Washington and the points would be one. I would guess a lot of the sharp money would be on to get nearly two, you know, double digits uh, with a Washington team that's actually played a tougher schedule than than Oregon and has beaten Oregon neutral site. I think there may be something to that. Washington's reputation is harmed by all their near-death experiences. But uh, whereas Florida State's had a couple of those, they are a different team. Washington is, for the most part, the same team and getting nearly 10 points. Yeah, I think I think Georgia's going to roll Alabama, too. I just, I just don't see... I, I don't think Alabama's as good as they were. I think they figured some things out, but Georgia's just that type of team. If they if they want to beat you, they're going to beat you. I, mean, I don't he, think they're going to sit Steve, out on this game. Steve, I have no idea why I was looking. You know, I just sit around and drink coffee and read before I come in here, and I was like, you know, well, pl- I was I was there cuddling with you. No, I know, I know. I, 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 I felt you on my I felt you on my prostate. Hey, if we want to talk about how we spend time together, that's why I had it carved out in my marital vows. It's not cheating if it's gay. And you felt his prostate? No, he felt mine. I'm a, oh. I'm more of a bottom. My prostate <laughs> is bulging. It bul- bulges every every night about two or three in the morning. Secretes lust. Uh, but I was looking because Paul Feinbaum. I don't know. I, I oftentimes say I, why I loved Joe Strauss so much. Uh, is you didn't know what his opinion was going to be based on a topic. And I watch Paul Feinbaum, and I'm entertained by it, but I almost feel like he's like the campaign manager yeah. for the SEC. You know what I'm saying? I watched that yesterday, too, and it's like he, he can't be turned off of the SEC. It's right. like, well, the, well, it's the ACC or the Pac-12. It's not even close to the SEC. It's like, well, and look so, at Washington's schedule. And I'm just I'm looking at Alabama, and I know, hey, they, they lost to Texas at home on September 9th, and those who want to be pro-SEC in Alabama, that's a totally different time of the year, and I understand that. I don't know if we just don't count it. I mean, Missouri was certainly a different team when they played Middle Tennessee, and then you had the thing with South Florida, and that was September 16th. But then I'm looking at their schedule, and I'm going, what is... Why why are they viewed outside of the fact that they're Alabama as being just this? They, they they've had a lot of near death experiences themselves against some teams that you know weren't necessarily great teams. A and M, granted, it was a college station. They won by six at home against Arkansas. They won by three. That one's glaring. Uh, you know. Tennessee, they wound up pulling away, but they were down big. I mean, they won 34-20, to 20, but they were down substantially at the half. And it's, hey, the win's a win, but I'm just pointing this out. LSU, Jaden Daniels got hurt. That was 28-28. to 28. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and then, obviously, everybody remembers what happened five days ago 
at Auburn. So from that standpoint, listen, I certainly think there is a chance they beat Georgia, but I just think that Alabama might be more viewed through the reputation of past accomplishments than who they may be this year. That's where I'm coming from, which might be what you're attempting to say, Steve. Yeah, that's exactly right. I couldn't have said it any better myself. No, it's, it's God, This is why you guys have made such fabulous Love. lovers. <laughs> that's correct. Yeah, we've uh, we've also been watching uh, Suits. We never, I never watched it, and now that it's on Netflix, I've watched the first seven seasons. Did you guys watch that one? No. Doug, uh, Meghan Markle. I haven't seen it. She's a terrible. She's a terrible actress. Oh my God, she's horrific. No. But that that Donna, I would love to bang her. She is hot as hell. Don't you think? Did you say Madonna or Donna? <laughs> Donna. 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 Redheaded Donna. Okay. I don't know. What do you Donna. think of her, Doug? I don't Look I don't know up, who Doug. it is. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if she's been nude. Too bad Iggy's not there to let yeah, us know. He, let you know. he would let you know. He would let you know. He would let me know. Brother. You going to the game tonight, Tim? I am. Me and my son will go. Two thirds of the game? Uh, yes, it's a two period game uh Weekday. Sunday through uh Thursday. Those they play two period games only. That's correct. Uh, Are you going to be there? Tomorrow and go get hammered. What's that? Just take off tomorrow. You got those days. Yeah. Go get hammered. I, yeah, it's a it's a different deal when uh, that's the situation. <laughs> yeah, I've kind of calmed down. Yeah, a variety of a variety of factors contribute to it. But yes, uh, now I'll go to the game tonight. Looking forward to it. Love going. I love that he goes. And now that he can fly around on the ice, I didn't even know the term. I'm sure those of you who play hockey or can skate know exactly. This is like a remedial thing, and I had no idea. So now I have a six-year-old teaching me things. Are, are you familiar with the term crossover? I think it is crossover. Right. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. are. You are. Yeah. For skating. Yeah. Okay. Where you like your left foot would be here and the right foot. And that's how. And that I didn't way. realize that's how skaters accelerate. Yeah, they get speed that way. Yeah, I had, I had no idea because I'd never skated. And so he was telling me, I said, so what are you guys working on right now as far as when you're just skating and not like the stick and puck stuff? And he goes, oh, we're working on crossovers and skating backwards. Like, I the skating backwards thing blows me away, but I just can't stay up going forward. And he goes, yeah, like right there, uh, Pareko, just crossover. And I'm looking, I'm going, what in the hell is he doing? He goes, but that's how you pick up speed. And I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. My six-year-old teaches me mm-hmm. about the game, and then the next morning I broadcast to people like I know what I'm talking about. Well, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know Puck like uh, Jackie Boy. That's there. exactly right. Uh, Dean Evison will join us on Balloon Party. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's leading the league in goals, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yep. Oh, jeez. You got but a mic I, drop coming? Are you unhappy about anything? I was gonna. I just tried to build up for one the other day. You gotta have a lot of energy. I mean, the thing is, it it really ends me sometimes. <laughs> really? I mean, like I, I have to go take a nap afterwards. I mean, it's like almost like I I finished. You know. Mm, Great. Gosh. <laughs> this Similar. Is just, and you yell Similar. for like thirty seconds or so, or is it longer than that? I mean, it's like top of my lungs, though, Doug. I mean, like I know you yell sometimes and get upset and kind of rant, mm-hmm. but I think you're about at seventy-five percent. I go like a hundred and twenty. You can hear him start okay. to quiver toward the end of it. Really? Yeah. Like I've tried to do like two or three thoughts in one mic drop, and that, I mean, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I have to go into the. I either have to be in my car or I have to go into the closet where there's no vents because, I mean, 
like if I do it in my office, the whole building can probably hear it because it'll go through the vents and everything. Yeah. They'll probably send the police over. And they should really send a paramedic or a, a hearse, probably. Well, at the end of yeah. Well, you're doing a great community I mean, service. So. I agree with that. He's speaking for the people, mm -hmm. especially the, the, the passionate fans on my last my last mic drop and my. That'll be like my sound story. For oh, my, yeah. For yeah just leave a mic drop and play that at the funeral. <laughs> yeah, I'm still working on my script for sound story. You're going to have a so, script uh, for sound story, Doug. You're, you're going to come yeah, in with yeah. a script. A back and forth. Usually we just have conversations with people, yeah. but it's gonna, we're going to have to act. <laughs> I've had a great life, but I want to I wanna pump it up a little bit. You know, punch up scripts like Jackie used to do, Jackie Martley. Uh, well, you already, uh, you already have purchased a sound story. You just did it for Iggy. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about. I have to go back and listen to that at some yeah. point. You yeah. still have it. Huh? Yeah. Well, he's got he's got information in there that is valuable to this show's experience at KFNS and the recent KFNS stop. But uh, we See, determined. I didn't really think he said that anything that alarming. I mean, not anything we couldn't figure out. Like if you listen to the show a lot. I think the, the the TMA audience thinks that the biggest villain was one person, and that wasn't the case. And that, and and so, if that whole part were to be aired, it would enlighten people, and it would then just create a headache for us that none of us really have an appetite to to deal with. At least I don't. Doug, maybe you do. I don't really. Uh, think I don't think you're really looking for it. You know. Understood. I mean, I, why would you want to even go there again? Right. Exactly. That's then. That's and then that was the reason. Right. So anyway, guys it. are hot. I mean, that's the, the the bottom line is guys are hot. And you two find each other attractive. That's correct. He's he's got a he's a he's got a soft touch. Oh, Doug, do you find me attractive? No. Clip that off. No. Uh, why not? I find you attractive with that new hairdo. Yeah, it is coming well, in, man. I live in a wispy city now. <laughs> and look at Jackie boy. He's really showing it off too. With his new, uh, style. Yeah, he is. I didn't look at. I didn't look at the YouTube today. No, well, okay. I think you'd be impressed. I think you would be, Steve. We gotta. I, I hate to do it, but we gotta go. I was hoping to make it to the 9 o'clock hour. No, couldn't no. do it. Thank Let us go. Got him. <laughs> got him. Plow, got Cuddy. him like a Cuddy's mic. I love Steve, oh. but he, like, it's just like his, his musings, you know, whatever. <laughs> Doug, uh, we said uh, we wanted attractive ladies on the program today. Well, guess what? What? Jay Boyd and Hot Shots are here, and... Oh, I thought... I thought you were faking a phone call. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, phony phone calls. No, no, uh, because that's where the TMA year-end awards and the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Year will be crowned, and then apparently you become a part-time employee if you win it, like KG and O-Town. That's the way that yeah, it works. Yeah, it works for some. It does. So Jay Boyd is here. It's Hot Shots Webster Groves, and it's taking place on October 14th. I see Jay Boyd. I see ladies, and they are going to be entering. Are they uh, going on our show first, the Rizzuto our show first? Our first. Ours first, then. Okay. Hello. Oh, here they are now. Look at, look at there he is. Yeah. I haven't seen Jay Boyd in God, how long it's been. What's going on? You ever been in a closet next to a urinal, ladies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for everybody. Yeah. Come on in. Jay Boyd, what's the good word? 
How's it going, gentlemen? Wow. It's nice to be nice. nice to be back in the pool with you guys on HD2. Yeah, what do you think? You know, I've never, yeah, how many, never. How many dollars does HD2 usually get from Hot Shots? Is I mean, it, is a, a growing part, company. A huge part of our marketing budget now it's is HD2 <laughs> Focus. Yeah, we had some consultants in, yeah. and uh, that's what they said. Focus on the HD2. The winds of change are blowing. 100%, Doug. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's nice to be back in the water with you. You look nice. Nice lettuce, too, buddy. Yeah, how do, what do you think about his hairline? Yeah, sexy as ever, Doug. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When I told the ladies, uh, Riley and Olivia, here that they were going to meet TV's Doug Vaughn. Yeah. They were very excited. Like, you guys watch a lot of local news, do you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You do not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, let me make sure you're on camera because I know that that's what, when it gets down to it, the people want. Let me get you, you see the YouTube here, ladies. All right. Yeah, I think both. Yeah, you guys are good. Yeah, one's, one's in the Jay Boyd camera and one's in my camera. Okay. All right, uh, let's uh, let's meet uh, your Hot Shots waitresses you've brought in. Jay Boyd, go ahead. I'm Riley. Hi, Riley. Hi. And you are Olivia then? Yeah, I'm Olivia. Yeah, so I was able to, to put that together. So where, which ones uh, do you guys uh, do you guys work at the same? Uh, we both work at Wentzville. Wentzville right. location. We've done a, we did a TMA live at Wentzville. I feel like Big we Al did. wrestled yeah. Biff on it's the right floor It's right off 70 there, there right? Yes. Absolutely, and they did wrestle because I think did? I have video of that, and <laughs> yeah. uh, I think uh, it was a mildly uncomfortable moment for everybody. But you know, <laughs> something we can remember and tell our grandkids about. You know, That's Tim, right. it's really yeah. nice. We did it's a nice. show, and we had two gentlemen wrestle each other <laughs> while we were doing the show. Uh, we're going to be at Hot Shots in Webster Groves on the 14th for the TMA Listener Awards, and that is taking place at 7 p.m. And, Doug, we will have a, a night of wonderful drink specials. Uh, the Michelob Ultra team will be out sampling uh, prizes, giveaways, and more. Jay Boyd, tell the people what they can expect. That Hot Shots Webster Groves uh, is a fine location as well. It's a fantastic location. It's been a long time since you guys have been, you know, inside of us. So, um, Doug, we can't wait to have you back inside of us. What's wrong with that? And, uh, you know, to to welcome in all of the wonderful listeners of this fine radio program, which I am one still. God bless. Um, You know, we're really excited to have you guys back. It's been a couple of years since we've since we've been around. Probably with Jennings doing FFF. Hundred percent right. With Jewel, the Halcyon days. The Halcyon days. The salad days, Doug. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yep. (laughs) Um, so we're really looking forward. I guess there's trophies, and it's like an awards extravaganza. That's I was exactly one, right. Pretty much. I yeah. was at the one last year, and I think, you know, given the, the space that we have at Hot Shots Webster Groves for, for the lemmings to really kind of spread out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? They need to spread they, out. They, they do. Um, they're so big. They are. They only fit three to a table. Yeah. Hey, at least they're not sad. You know what I mean? We'll take <laughs> one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it'll be great. We got uh, Mick Ultra is involved, obviously a big sponsor of the show. Um, they'll be out. They'll have the Mick Ultra promo team there. We'll do some sampling. We'll give away some luxurious trophies and prizes. I don't know if Doug, are you wearing a gold robe? Oh, I think we wore tuxedos last we did. year, didn't we? Yeah. Tuxedo yeah, we did. t-shirts. It's a very hoity-toity affair. It is. I will get a lot matching. Of money. I will get monocles for all of you as well. Ooh, if that's what's appreciated. They do yeah. like that a lot. Yeah. Ladies, how familiar with this show are you? Be honest with me. Um, on a scale. One to ten. On a scale of one to ten. Probably like a negative one. Yeah. Oh, we've <laughs> never been this insulted. <laughs> I'm, I'm like more familiar with the next show that we're on. The Riz show. Yeah. So this is kind of like, and that, that, that was exactly how I was setting up. So well done, Olivia. Honesty is honesty. That was exactly, I, I had a feeling. And this is kind of like, oh, we get to be on the Riz show. But we got to go into this this closet uh, next to the, the the bathroom. Yeah, it was yeah, that's so that's, weird. that's 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 the penance before you get to go on the Riz show. So are you a loyal Riz show uh, listener, Olivia? Um, yeah, for the most part, I grew up listening to because my dad. Oh, is that right? Yeah, okay. He's probably yeah. listening right now and probably is like freaking out. He, he hadn't listened to this because he couldn't find it. Right. But he'll be listening for oh, yeah. the Riz show. Absolutely. Yeah. What about you, uh, Riley? Are you a big Riz show fan? No, not really. 
What do you listen to? What's going on with you? Let's figure you out. Apple Music. Apple Music? Yes, yes, my phone. Simple enough. Do I you like li- to sing in my car. Is that right? Yes. What, 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 what are you singing in your car most of the time? What bands? What kind of music? I'm are a we fan on? of 90s country. 90s so, country? Yeah. So Alan Jackson, George Strait. Doug uh, toured with Billy Ray Cyrus in the early did 90s. You? He did, yeah, actually. Really? wrote a lot of his stuff. Yeah. Good. Achy Breaky Heart was one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what are you listening to outside of the Riz show, Olivia? What's going on? Um, basically any country. Your country as well. Oh, yeah. How about All that? Country. Doug, we got that jingle fest coming up uh, Saturday night. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Jesse was telling it's me. It's Family Arena. That's right. That has had some. Re- I'm not a huge country music fan, but every year, like if you're at Jingle Fest, the next year you blow up. Mm-hmm. Like who they've had at that thing? Like two years ago it was Morgan Wallen. Or as he's known on this program, Morgan Whalen. Whalen, yeah. We just get close to the names. Yeah, that's okay. all we need to do. And last year they had Lainey Wilson at Jingle Fest, and now she was the CMA Entertainer of the Year, and that was a controversial decision, Jay Boyd. I know years ago they had Luke Combs. Yes, as well. They've had some great lineups. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of the stepping off point. That's exactly God's right. God's Country in the Family Arena, Doug. That's how you're. That's your path to country superstardom. Is We're you. kingmakers here. That's the deal. Yeah. I can't wait. You gotta have a nice little cowboy hat or any booties on. Yeah, what uh, will you be show? wearing? You a like tuxedo. Spurs. I think I'm wearing tuxedo. No, to the Jingle Fest. You're not gonna oh. wear a tuxedo to Jingle no, Fest, are you? No, chaps. <laughs> assless chaps. Now we're talking, Doug. Yeah. <laughs> you ladies like a gentleman and assless chaps? Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Oh, so there it is, Doug. Wow. All right. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> Riley and Olivia are on board. Uh, Jay Boy, you got some new menu items at Hot Shots. Uh, I yeah, see we here. do. We just launched a new menu. Uh, we kind of uh, loaded up with the gravy. We have poutine. <laughs> <laughs> and I did bring you guys some. I know you love the Hot Shots Musk early in the morning. Oh, Paul, boy, you're probably, I'll take some for uh, sure. You're probably of, of ready for that sort of... Uh, we have ghost pepper mushrooms. We have uh, pretzels with beer cheese, signature beer cheese. Um, signature. With actually Mick Ultra and Budweiser. With an emphasis on gravy. That's right. <laughs> Listen, Doug, I know your market. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Sure. That's true. Okay. Okay. That's true. Second title. 100%. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, so we do have a new menu that just rolled out. I brought you guys some to try, Tim. I know that, you know, it might not fit in your, uh, you know, calorie. My banana and my protein shake. fitness pal or whatever. Thank you. You know, it might exactly throw things right. out of whack for the right. month. That's right. However that works. Yep. Um, so, yeah, we did bring some new menu items. And, you know, as we get into the holiday season, if you're thinking about a gift card or a party, like an office party, wow. you know, we got the space. We got the spot. So, you know. If you save the copier at the office from, you know, Doug putting his posterior on it and oh, making copies yeah. again, um, you can bring all of your crew to Hot Shots and have a nice, you know, we're party professionals. You get to hang out with Olivia and Riley and have a party at Hot Shots. I mean, come on. At the Wentzville location. Are you guys always at Wentzville or do you oh, yes. just sometimes you're always yes. there? Yes. Or do you, I guess you must live in the area. That'd be a hell of a commute if you. Yeah, I close. Doug Cottleville. That's not far from Wentzville. Yeah, yeah it's about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. So we'll be at the Webster Groves one, and you guys, I assume, are going to come because now you're huge fans of the show. Oh, absolutely. Just to see all of you. Oh, my God, Doug. That didn't have a tinge of sarcasm. You're going to play in the game, Tim. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, Jay Boyd, it's always wonderful to see you. Listen, it's my pleasure. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for hosting us on the 14th at Hot Shots in Webster Groves. And uh, Riley and Olivia, thank you for being such huge fans of this show and being able to find (laughs) HD2 Radio. 
and we'll let you go to the show that you really want to go on, the Riz Show, <laughs> which is around the corner. <laughs> this is a nice appetizer, though. Yeah, it is a you nice know? little appetizer. Like it is a, a nice little, little appetizer. food or something yeah. here in the closet. Here's, here's, here's what it's like to not have as big of an audience. All right, now go to an audience. Or a window. Or a window, <laughs> yeah, or a window for that window, matter. Either you way. Know? That's fine. That's fine. Ladies, wonderful to uh, meet you. Jay Boyd, always great to see you. Always Thank you so boys. much. There well. it is Happy from Hot Shots. Season's greetings to you and yours. There's Riley, Olivia, and the great Jay Boyd. And uh, if you want to hear more, they will be on 105.7 The Point in a matter of moments with a gentleman by the name of Riz. And we haven't had a Learn mention all week. And Learn and uh, Rafe and Moon and King Scott. So that's HD1. That is HD1. But that's not as big of a deal as this. And you could tell they were, like, nervous because... Because of who oh, they were. What happened? Are we upsetting you with anything over there, Jackson? I actually saw another conversation they were having like midway through. They're probably just like, okay, now I'm ready. We have I'm to ready. do this. We drove all the way, I guess. <laughs> Might as well. Spill my water there. Uh-oh. All right, we're back. Bill. Okay. We're back. And he brought in food. I smell food over there. Oh, yeah. yeah there's gravy, gravy aplenty, it smells like. Doug, it was a real <laughs> miss not asking about their feet. That's from Gummy. Oh, yeah, Were you ready to ask about their feet? I guess I would have if the conversation had gone on much longer. They really missed out on, like, the Salem musk kind of that kind of surrounds that mm-hmm. little area. This corner. <laughs> Salem corner. Uh, sweet, sweet. Kai wanted me to ask, please, Tim, could you please ask these lovely ladies if they prefer a gentleman to have a hairy or hairless ass when wearing assless chaps? That's from Sweet, Sweet Kai. I would think you would want hairless if you're going with assless chaps. Yeah, how ugly would it be to have a bunch of tufts? Yeah, right. So, On your assless chaps? Yes. Right, but if you're smooth, it's, you know, it's a good look. It's a great look. <laughs> oh, neato. So these girls get tacos delivered to them by Buzz in the outer rim of the Wentzville territories. That's mm. from Carlos Spicy Wiener. <laughs> yeah. He uh, likes to say Wentzville territories. I enjoy that as well. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, they sounded wonderful. Can we ask them to say, hey, Dougie boy, in a suggestive way? That's from the bougie wasp. Uh, no, we didn't need that. That we didn't need. Jackson should have stayed in the camera shot so he could have seen him riz those girls up. That's from Uncle Cucker. Were you rizzing him up? No. I kind of just sat there, uh, Giggled when Doug said something funny and then spilled my water. Man, you oh. got game. So that really, is, that is game. Well, great. Just with your hair slicked back, there's a little <laughs> yeah. bit of riz going on. Yeah. Great eight-man performance from me. Uh, the YouTube spiked. Shock. Yeah, the YouTube Doug went up immediately, and now we're at 354 viewers uh, live streaming, whereas we were at like 275 before Olivia and Riley. If that's all it takes, why don't why don't we have a a, a daily spokesmodel just lingering around, it's not a bad idea. pointing to whoever's speaking or something, like Vanna White pointing. Jackson, your take, please. Uh, <laughs> tell, telling us about their bicurious fantasies. Well, yeah. well, I think the real move to retain the viewers is when we come back from break, just I'll be topless. And not saying, not so bad. Not, so don't say anything about it. Just like continue yeah. the show on. Mm-hmm. You know, sans shirt. Just like we're gathered around a pool bar or something. Right, mm. a little tiki bar action. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Out. Be about it. <laughs> Think about that. Sounds like we. Sounds like I need to drop the Lil from my name at the awards. That's from Lil Beer Cats. What God's name does that mean? Doug, what does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. <laughs> Explain yourself, Lil Beer Cats. The talent at the Wentzville Hot Shots is legit. A lot of St. Charles Community College attendees. Uh, that's from Brad and Boca. Okay. Well, he would know. I'm sure he comes up from Boca frequently. <laughs> <laughs> Is it the Wentzville? 
Uh, Jackson, can you change my name to the Pope in the text line so I don't have to sign it as the Pope? That's from the Pope, but it comes from the bougie wasp. Sure. I have that I have that name as Butwa. Well, you can't be a bougie <laughs> wasp you and see the Pope. Bougie wasp right there, and yours says Butwa. Well, now it just, well, well now it, ch- it look, it says changed? bougie wasp there, but then it says Butwa down there. Wow. This text inbox. Confusing yeah. as the day is long. Little Bear Cats is such a dork. That's from the 314. Oh. This kid sucks, or still sucks. That's from Sweet Sweet Kai. Who's Butwa? Why would that come up? I think that's the Pope. It's a bad name. Well, either way, we probably need to break. Uh, let's see what we got. Send your emails in. We've got uh, JV Golf Coach and Blueberry Pop Pop facing off to win November. And Blueberry Pop Pop wants to win Listener of the Year, presented by Milagro Tequila. Winning today would certainly be helpful if he is able to do it. Uh, send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. You are listening to TMA, presented by Brown and Crouppen from the Michelob Ultra Studios.